0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team team ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to BlackHillsEnergy.com slash TeamReady. Here's what's cooking on the day. Sports Stove Local Hour. Coach A.W. Hamilton joins us to recap the basketball season. And then my dad's going to jump on the show. We're going to break down and reveal our brackets for NCAA March Madness. That's what's cooking on the day's Sports Stove Local Hour. McKinney looks, sets it the pocket,
2: throws open receiver, touchdown, colonels, we're not done yet. Our identity is we're gonna press for 40 minutes, we're gonna play up tempo, we're gonna play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40
1: minutes in sports. Welcome in to an all-new Sports Stove Local Hour presented by IPM Pest and Termites Central Kentucky's Neighborhood Pest Professionals. It is ant season. Pests are coming out as the warmer weather comes. Make sure you get a hold of IPM Pest and Termite if you're here in Central Kentucky, and they will take care of all your pest needs. I personally guarantee it. Uh, visit myipm.com, that's myipm.com, and find more information about IPM Pest and Termite. Uh, we have a uh, basketball-oriented uh, show for you today. we got Coach A.W. Hamilton is going to join us to talk about and uh, kind of recap the season. And we'll ask some questions as well about the future see what he has to say about that as well. And then my dad, who normally joins me for our Monday and Wednesday episodes, he's going to jump on and we're going to talk about the uh, brackets, reveal our brackets, and and kind of talk through what we expect to happen here in March Madness. So a little bit shorter of an episode today, uh, but still some fun stuff there for you. EKU baseball and softball are full-fledged. Beach volleyball is kicking up as well, and we'll continue to cover those things in future episodes. Uh, But we want to go ahead and give you that interview with Coach A.W. Hamilton, Um, and it is presented by All Around Roofing. All Around Roofing is a locally owned company, that is uh, going to take care of all your exterior needs. So siding, windows, soffits, uh, and of course they do roofing repairs and replacements as well. And uh, make sure you get a hold of All Around Roofing. You can find them on Facebook and you get pictures of the before and afters and the different projects that they do at All Around Roofing KY. If you look them up on Facebook, you can get all that information there as Well, so that's uh, the sponsor of today's interview with Coach A.W. Hamilton. Just a quick heads up. uh, He was joined us from his car, and so there's a little bit of audio issues early on, uh, but generally speaking, it all clears up. So stick with us throughout throughout the interview, and uh, I think you'll enjoy the conversation we had with A.W. Hamilton. Joining us again and uh, wrapping up the season, head basketball coach of the EKU men's team, Coach AW Hamilton. Coach, thank you so much for taking the time to join us again.
2: Vince, thanks for having me on, man. You know, I think the world of you and appreciate all the support and uh, all the interviews this year, man. Uh,
1: well, it's been my pleasure for sure. Uh, let's talk about the season. Uh, obviously, didn't go as planned, but uh, 13 and 18, 5 and 11 in the A sun, 12 and 5 at home. Uh, it sounds good. 1 and 13 on the road uh, was harsh. <laughs> um, was there. Is there anything that goes with that? Is it is a new conference? Is it just the circumstances? Obviously, we'll talk about injuries and stuff like that. But uh, at one and thirteen on the way was definitely didn't go the way you wanted it to go.
2: No, absolutely, Vince, it, it didn't. And uh, you know, there's a lot of things that played into that. We we went through a lot as a as a team and program this year with injuries, COVID, and um, we lost a couple key guys along the way. And our, our first win on the road this year was against Milwaukee, and we had. You know we played really well, and uh, it was a great win for us. And you know, we just we had we had some tough luck on the road, but you know, I'm still proud of our group. You know, uh, the previous year we set a school record most most our wins. So, you know, a lot of these kids were on the that team that did that. So, you know, we got to look forward, though, Vince. We got to look forward, and, and we got to get ready up next season.
1: Yeah, you only had three players that were able to play in every game: Cooper, Michael, and Shad uh a lot of that comes down to injuries like you said COVID played a factor there at the end of the year uh going into the new year as well um you know how hard is that as a coach when you're dealing you're not always going to deal with COVID necessarily but you're dealing with all these outside circumstances that cause you to only have three guys play every game in the season
2: well it's tough Vince and I think the thing that when you think about our team you know we lose Braxton and we lose Jansen Williams and when you think think about those guys those guys are seniors and they get to come back and redeem themselves so that that was a hard thing uh when you look at like that they laid their heart out on the line and competed every night and you know, there was no quit in this team, and I'm really proud of them for that.
1: Yeah, you guys had a uh, plus 4.2 scoring margin on the season over your opponents. Uh, slightly out-rebounded, re- not bad, minus 4. Uh, but tay was 6th in the A-Sun. Moreno ended up being 12th in the A-Sun in rebounds. Uh, you guys weren't very big, but it seemed like you had some guys really step up in that that area. Yeah, and, you know, Michael. Michael's a
2: special player, you know, Van he does a great job rebounding out of his area. He's he's kind of like a throwback Larry Bird type guy. He, he sees a ball come off somebody's hands, and, and he just knows how to go get it, and he can really read where it's coming off the backboard. And, you know, I thought Tay-Tay, you know, made a huge jump uh, from his freshman year to uh, I guess you can say his, his next freshman year. Um, but he made a big jump, and, you know, he'll make another big jump. You know, I hated it for Tay-Tay because, you know, he was having this sensational year, and then he suffered turf toe uh, uh, right before the Florida golf game. And, you know, he, he just didn't have the same burst, uh, you know, the rest of the league play, but I was really proud of both of those guys. Um, uh, you know, both of those guys will be back, um, in our, huge pieces to our program.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Tay Tay, I was thinking about that when I was looking through all these stats is man, had he not gotten injured, he'd have been leading a lot of different areas. Uh, your team was plus 5.8 in turnovers this season. Which obviously is a key point of your program. Uh, Rue was first in the A sun and steals, Cooper was second, Michael was 10th, CJ was 11th, and Tay Tay was 16. You had five guys in the top 16, uh, in steals in the conference that you got to feel pretty good about that.
2: Yeah, you know, Vince, we were we were top five in the country in steals per game, I think we're top five in the country in total steals, and you know, it's um when I look at our season, we even had a pullback, uh, you know, on our press, Some um, towards the end of the year, we just, our depth wasn't the same. Uh, I was having to play a lot of guys, a lot of minutes. So, you know, we couldn't get those traps and, and cause that chaos like we, we were doing earlier in the year. But, you know, Jamal is, he's got a special knack for the ball. Um, you know, he went down his sixth all time in steals in school history. Uh, really proud of him, really proud of Jamal. He's, he's gonna graduate from May and, you know that that's a, that's a huge victory for uh, for Jamar. I'm su- super proud of him for for you know taking care of business in the classroom and you know getting the ultimate uh, you know piece of gold there when you get that college diploma. So really proud of him. And you know Cooper Rob played with a torn labrum in his shoulder. Um, you know probably the last ten games of the year. Uh, he's a he's gonna undergo surgery. So he'll be out for four months. Um, so it just shows you. And I know Vince, you and I talked about it, and you know I know we talked about it with Nathan. You know after games that you know Cooper Rob's probably the toughest kid I've ever coached.
1: He's a, my youngest son. He's ten, getting ready to be eleven. Loves watching Cooper play. Like he's his favorite player on the team. Uh, anytime, anytime he's at a game or watching on television, he's trying to find out where Cooper is. And so it's a great example for young young players as well to see the effort that he puts in. Um, the assist, you had two players uh, towards the top of the A-Sun. Shad was 12th, and then Tay-Tay there at 13th. And again, had he not been injured, Tay-Tay, may have, he would have led the team in assists probably. He was pretty proud of that when we had him on the show earlier on in the year. It just shows that all-around athlete that Tay-Tay is and, and what he can do for your team, especially moving forward with the returning pieces you have.
2: Yeah, no question. tay is a great playmaker. You know, he's going to be a great playmaker at the post for us, too. He's unbelievable in transition. Um, he's a very unselfish player. You know, Tay-Tay will be an all-conference player at some point. I wouldn't be surprised if he is next year. Um, you know, his commitment to getting better, uh, improving. His dad does an unbelievable job with him and training Tay-Tay. So, you know, I'm so excited about Tay-Tay. And then as a team, I thought we did a great job in basketball. You know, we, we lost a guy that was, you know, Braxton Beverly that came off a 13-assist game against Lipscomb, and we still finished top 25 in the country in assists per game. So, you know, we moved the ball well and played well together.
1: Yeah, you're talking about guys that you're losing, um, Rashad and Braxton, guys that you were really counting on this year to distribute the ball. Uh, Rue, a scorer, graduating out. Isaiah Mentor, Jansen, who you brought in for one year, um, you know, and, and his injury luck was not good this year either. Uh, those five guys that graduated this year, uh, anything you want to say about them? I know you've talked about them before, but anything you want to say about them?
2: Well, you know, listen, I'm so proud and, and, and appreciate Jansen Williams coming to play in our program. Um, you know, he's suffered a knee injury. He's got to have surgery tomorrow to repair some cartilage damage in his knee. Um, you know, and I, I don't think he'll he'll play professional basketball, but he gutted out the the season with that knee injury and gave it a, gave us everything he had. At one time, he was averaging 13 points and seven rebounds, and um, it looked like he, he was going to be an All Conference type of player. Um, and he showed why he was Marshall's all time leader in block shots. And when he went out, our, our defensively we changed a lot. Uh, we lost a great rim protector when we lost him, um, Isaiah Minner he's a hometown hero, Vince. Um, he's a special young man. You know, uh, again, he's gonna graduate. I'm so proud of him. He's always, um, you know, uh, be a big part of our program and, you know, hopefully he'll he'll stay around and help us on it. And then in Rashad, I, I know I told you this after the last game, Vince, he's a connector. You know, he was voted team captain for three straight years. Uh, had a great relationship with the with the team. He was a great leader for us. I don't think, you know, that that kid's got a, a huge heart. He always played hard and, you know, really, really proud of that kid and what he accomplished in college. Uh,
1: I don't know what I'm allowed to ask here, so I'll kind of open the floor for you, but there's a, uh, on top of those five guys graduating, you got two others that transferred out Reek and, and CJ. Um, you know, like I said, I, I don't want to press my luck here, but anything, anything you want to cover on CJ and Reek? Now
2: listen, I, I, Kurt Lewis, I, I love Kurt Lewis. I will always love Kurt Lewis. Um, you know, he's a special young man. He had a, a great three years for us. Uh, he really grow, grew as a person. Um, so I'm proud of what what he did for us and, and what we did for him. Um, he's going to move on, and uh, we'll miss him. We'll miss him. Um, Tyreek Balligan, I think Tyreek wanted a situation where he could play a bigger role. Vince, he'd been in our program for three years. Uh, played a backup role and he wanted a role where he can maybe have a chance to start and play a bigger role and be a more of a focal point on the offensive end. So, you know, he's going to move forward. And, you know, this is this is kind of the nature of the beast now in the NCAA. I mean, there's over a thousand players in the transfer portal already, and there's still probably a hundred teams that still haven't finished their season. Hmm,
1: that's crazy. <laughs> so if I did my math right, you guys have seven returning players, three guys currently in the incoming class, as well, all of those three guys are smaller guards. Uh, two of them have well, all three of them are good, but two of them, uh, high expectation for sure. Uh, what are you guys looking to add to the roster for next year on top of the guys that you already have committed?
2: Well, we're going to add some length and we're going to add some size. Um, that's been a priority. We, we love the guys that we got coming in. I'm only allowed to talk about two of them because two only two of the three have signed officially. So, um, you know, Tayshawn is a winner. He's going to be um, a special point guard for us. He's a finalist for Mr. Basketball in Indiana. Um, his team is in the final four of the state championship. So um, it, he's he's a he's a special talent. He's a special player. Uh, he's a three-star guard. Well, we beat some really good schools for him. Um, then Turner Butchery, You know, I think he's got a chance to win Mr. Basketball in Kentucky, which we haven't had a Mr. Basketball since Urban Steps, since Max Good was here. So, you know, those two guys are really
1: exciting to bring in. Um, and then we're going to add some size and length. Well, we're looking forward to seeing where it all comes together. The first year in the Sun, like I said, didn't go as, as as expected or even as desired, but uh, the team played hard all year, and uh, they were fun to watch and be there for. So, Coach, uh, we really appreciate your time all season, and I'm sure we'll, we'll try to connect with you sometime in the off season as well. But uh, thank you so much for joining us again.
2: Thanks, Vince. Have a good night.
0: .com. That's myipm.com.
1: Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a veteran-owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more, All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call today at 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That is 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All Around Roofing. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by IPM Pest and Termites, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. Visit myipm.com for more information. And the dogs... Are barking. That's okay though. Uh we are joined now uh by a guest that many of you have not heard and uh hopefully we can get the dogs to stop barking. Oh, my goodness. Um sorry folks. Uh the great great things of being at home studios. Anyways, normally on our Monday and Friday episodes, my dad joins me to talk general sports. So we have decided to bring dad on the program here for the local hour episode. To talk about uh the brackets since uh by the time our friday episode comes around there are already be, be games played so welcome in to the sports stove local hour my dad dale Stoper dad how you doing
0: doing good doing good having good good spring weather here almost in ohio so that's good so
1: oh yeah beautiful down here as well uh gorgeous day actually uh for sure all right so we are at the uh ncaa tournament And uh, sadly, no EKU teams made the tournament this year. But uh, I figured, like I said, we'd go ahead and cover the tournament, the bracket, and talk about it here on this this episode. We talked about it a little bit on our Monday episode, kind of getting ready for the tournament. But now we've had a chance to look over our brackets, fill out brackets and things like that. And so we're going to break it down for you here on the local hour episode. All right, Dad, let's start in the West Bracket region, whatever you want to call it. The Gonzaga bracket. uh Let's start with this question. Any big upsets that you have scheduled in, in round one?
0: Um, let's see here. uh well, I mean, I, I've got the underdog and a couple of them. That's for sure. So I've got the winner coming out of Dayton beating Alabama.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah, the Rutgers or Notre Dame. Yep. That's an interesting decision for sure. How, let me ask you this, dad, as I don't know that we've talked about this. Um, how do you choose how you're going to fill out brackets? Is it just a gut feeling? Do you go off of numbers? Uh, which, how, how do you make your decisions?
0: Uh, most of it is probably a gut feeling. I do keep up with basketball some during the year and I have this year. So if there's teams I've seen uh, that I think um, <clears throat> are good, then that helps me know a little bit. what's going on in the tournament. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I, I don't really break it down a whole lot by comparing statistics. Uh, I do look at some, you know, and some of them teams have got lots of wins and all that, but really haven't, um, broke all that down yet, but can part of it's, uh, you know, gut feeling part of it's people you want to win. Um, definitely it's that way this year. I mean, if I was to fill this bracket out tomorrow, I don't know if it'd be exactly the same. I mean, there's a lot of close ones. We've talked about that this year. So, um, Just go with people that definitely, I think, you know, almost everybody has a chance, Um, but teams, you know, it it never goes with all the favorite teams. So, you know, there's got to be a few people um, that move up from there and we'll see how it goes this year.
1: Yeah. So I'm in two different brackets. I'm in uh, a work bracket and then I'm also in uh, Mad Mushroom down on campus. They have brackets on ESPN. So I enter that one as well. Hey, Mad Mushroom, you want to sponsor the show? great opportunity anyways uh that being said here we sit and uh so i'm interested so you think that the the uh, rutgers notre dame winner uh is going to be bama not not a whole lot of confidence in bama
0: no i mean i like alabama earlier in the year i would have been for them but they have really kind of struggled down the stretch i have kept up a little bit with rutgers in the big 10 so i especially think if rutgers comes out of it um they they have a chance we should have a very good chance to win that game
1: I don't think I have any lower seeds winning round one in the West. I kind of went for the win this year. Figured I'm going to go high percentage (laughs) opportunities kind of a deal. Um, I'm looking through, you know, Davidson's a popular underdog. um, Not by much against Michigan State. I'm going with Michigan State to win uh, that game. Uh, Vermont's getting a lot of popular pull as well against Arkansas. I'm sticking with Arkansas in that game as well. So, um I don't know. Uh, who do you have? Uh, let's go down to your Sweet Sixteen. Uh, who do you got in your Sweet Sixteen for the West?
0: Well, oh, I guess the other team that would be a, a little bit of an underdog that I pick would be Memphis. I did pick them over Boise State. So, okay. Uh, who do you have in your Sweet Sixteen? Sweet Sixteen from here. Let's see. It is. Um, is that is that just the next group or is that the? the
1: yeah, next group over. Um, yeah, well, the winner of Gonzaga Memphis. Memphis,
0: okay. I've got Gonzaga, Arkansas, Texas Tech, and Duke.
1: Okay, so I've got Gonzaga, UConn. I got them beating Arkansas, Texas Tech, and Duke as well. Uh, and then who do you have uh, beating out to go to the final four? Who was that match? I, I have
0: Arkansas and Texas Tech. Oh, and who's your final four team? I have Arkansas. Again, i like them this year. They've played well, and uh, they'd be the team that, you know, not everybody would pick right off. But when I looked at everything, that's who I would pick.
1: So Arkansas versus Texas Tech, then Arkansas advances. Interesting, interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll do the East east last. So let's jump across to the South uh, where you got Arizona, Villanova, Tennessee, Illinois, Houston, Uh, a lot of good teams in this bracket here. Any big upsets in round one? of the south bracket
0: the only um sort well two upsets one would be i have picked tcu over seton hall and uh the other one i've seen this team state kept up with them a little bit because one of my favorite teams are in their conference so i'm going to pick for the big upset uab over houston
1: you know houston's not healthy um they got a lot of issues going on right now they're a good team but they've got some health issues and everything going on. So that's an interesting one. I don't agree with you necessarily, but I, I don't think it's a horrible pick at the same time. My only lower seed that I picked in this one is Loyola Chicago over Ohio State. Um, some people will overlook Loyola just because they know it's not the same team from the big run a couple of years ago, but uh, they are a good program. They're a building program. Ohio State, they've been up and down this year. Nothing consistent, kind of like Bama. To some degree, I I look at Ohio State the same way. Um, So I picked Loyola, Chicago to advance there. Um, Who's the highest seed in the South bracket that you have losing first?
0: Um, It would be. I guess, but other than Houston. um, See, I've got, I go with the favorites, um, you know, to the Sweet 16. I've got Arizona, Illinois, Tennessee, and Villanova. Yeah, Um, And then, actually, I go with the higher-seeded teams almost all the way, Arizona and Villanova at the end.
1: And Arizona in the Final Four? Arizona
0: in the Final Four. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: Tennessee. I got Tennessee beating Villanova uh, the way they've been playing as of late. I got them advancing to the Elite Eight, but I still have Arizona beating them uh, to go to the Final Four. So, so far, you have Arkansas and Arizona. I've got Gonzaga and Arizona. Uh, The Midwest bracket, uh, led by Kansas, um, <laughs> and then, anyways, and Auburn who has a EKU former EKU player, uh, there, Wendell green. So, uh, there you go. A lot of people cheer for Auburn for that reason. Uh, any big upsets in round one of the Midwest bracket?
0: Yes, I have several. I have Creighton over um, San Diego State. I think Creighton got hot here at the end in the tournament, so I think that could continue. And the big upset I would pick, and it's because they have a lot of wins, is uh, South Dakota State over Providence. Um, from there, I have Iowa State over LSU, and it would be the favorites and the others.
1: All right. So I don't have any big upsets in round one, but I've got LSU advancing to the Sweet 16th. Um, now that they got rid of that horrible excuse of a human being, we'll wait, <laughs> um, there's some freedom there. Not a bad team either. Uh, so I've got LSU beating Iowa state and then beating Wisconsin to advance to the sweet 16 along with Kansas, Iowa, and Auburn. Who are your sweet 16 teams in the Midwest? I have
0: Kansas, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Auburn.
1: Okay. And then your uh, who's playing to get to the final four?
0: Uh, Big Ten game: Iowa and Wisconsin.
1: Okay, Iowa and Wisconsin, and who you got in the final four? Wisconsin. All right. Much to my shame, I have Kansas in the final four.
0: Ooh, uh, yeah. yeah I, know. Too bad.
1: I know. I got them playing Auburn in the uh, Elite Eight uh, there as well. Uh, now, I will say this: I try to stay pretty consistent with my brackets. Well in doing my mad mushroom pizza bracket, uh I did have Iowa upset in Kansas at that spot. But uh that's, that's kind of my my the way I want things to go is the one I did for the mad mushroom pizza bracket. But <laughs> you
0: know, I mean I think Iowa's well coached. They got hot, obviously won the Big Ten, and uh they won't be intimidated by Kansas. And um, actually, I think, you know, I picked a couple other brackets already just on my own. And I think I even have Creighton over Kansas in one of them as an upset, But, um, but not in this one. So
1: I would not be surprised at all if Kansas loses in the second round, whether it be San Diego State or Creighton. I wouldn't be shocked. I would not be shocked at any point where Kansas loses. But I went with the numbers approach on this one, and Kansas has the numbers to that point. Uh, all right, so then the East bracket, Baylor's the one seed, Kentucky's the two, Murray State's in this one as well, uh, Texas, UCLA's there, North Carolina. Uh, so let's do the same question. First round upsets, anybody in that in that bracket?
0: I uh, got Marquette uh, over North Carolina and Virginia Tech over Texas.
1: Yeah, you're kind of in on Virginia Tech, aren't you? They, they played yeah. well in the ACC tournament. I, I picked Texas to win. I think they have the better squad, but uh, – um yeah you talked about that on Monday a little bit as well I've got San Francisco beating Murray uh it's not what I want to happen but I think San Francisco is a very very good team and I was looking back and kind of looking at what they've done this season and uh, even though Murray's had a great year too Murray doesn't have any big wins they they you know they haven't played a lot of good people so uh neither is San Francisco I suppose but that being said I'm going San Francisco over Murray State. Um, other than that, I went with North Carolina over Marquette. That was a hard one for me to pick, um, but I ended up going with that one as well. Um, all right. Uh, any other big stories in the East for you when as you move on in the bracket?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. I got Baylor, UCLA, Purdue, and Kentucky.
1: That's, my, that's the same, same eight that I have as well, or elite 18, sweet 16 teams, excuse me, that I have as well. Uh okay. Uh, into your elite eight. I've
0: Who's got it? UCLA and Kentucky. I All right. So. UCLA's had a good year, and I think you know if, if, if Baylor obviously can be beat. They lost their first game uh, in their tournament, so um, I U- UCLA. UCLA has a veteran team,
1: an experienced team, but Baylor does too. Baylor is, of course, the defending champs, and and uh, coming in, <clears throat> uh, UCLA is an interesting team for sure. Uh, I still go with Baylor. I went with Baylor and Kentucky here uh, going into the elite eight. And uh, who do you have in the final four?
0: Um, I have Kentucky. Probably you, your influences rubbed off on me there and they are fun to watch. And I do like coach Cal and um, almost pick UCLA on that one. Cause again, they, you know, they have a, a history of making a run in the tournament, but this should be a year Kentucky does well.
1: Okay, so I don't love Coach Cal. Um, I, I, you know, I don't necessarily dislike him, I suppose, but I don't think he's a great coach. I think he's a phenomenal recruiter. I think he's a good leader. I don't love his X's and O's. He's got a roster, though, in a team that has no excuse of losing games. they are just they got a very, very talented team. Put him up against the defending champs Baylor. I, too, picked Kentucky to go to the Final Four uh, this year. And I said from the beginning of the year when it came to Kentucky's basketball team, this is a this is a roster because they're they're not all freshmen. He has transfers, he has guys that have been there for three years. He's got uh a phenomenal freshman as well. He's kind of got everything there, shooting, defense, rebounding with Shiwe. Um, there's just no excuse. And Final Four should be where they end up, and that's where I have them. So uh we both have Gonzaga. No, you have Arkansas and right. Kentucky and SEC. A matchup in the final four I have yep. Gonzaga in Kentucky uh which one do you have advancing to the championship
0: I have Kentucky
1: okay uh, I do not <laughs> I think yeah. Gonzaga here uh, and I've not been a Gonzaga guy this year I, I've always thought they've kind of been overrated to a degree just from what I've seen from Kentucky this year I you know they should make it they have a good enough roster to make it Gonzaga has a great roster as well I think Gonzaga is gonna pull it off so I got them uh, into the championship. On the other side, we've got Arizona. I've got Arizona and Kansas. You have Arizona and Wisconsin. Is that right? Right. Who do you have winning that one?
0: I got Arizona.
1: All right. So you've got a Wildcats championship, Kentucky and yep. Arizona. That's it. And, and I have Gonzaga and Arizona, a West a west matchup for the championship as well. Uh, so who is your national championship pick?
0: I would pick Kentucky again. I think there's any number of teams that could be there, but um, they do have a lot of talent. I do think if Kentucky is gonna slip up, it could be against Murray. If they can stay focused and play all the time, I think as they go further, they will get better um, from there, you know, cause they, they'll be focused, they'll work on it. And again, with their talent, they're a lot of fun to watch and that, that's who I'd pick.
1: Yeah, I, I can never get out of my mind what happened against Wisconsin. And the year they were undefeated, heading into the Final Four and lost to Wisconsin, and how heartbreaking that was for Kentucky fans. Um, so as they go deeper, I, in my opinion, if you make the Final Four, it's a successful year, no matter who you are. Um, I feel like Final Four, that's where you should get credit <laughs> at that point once you make it there as well. Gonzaga, again, phenomenal team, great recruiting done uh, up there by Mark Few and, and a lot of good stuff from them. Arizona, you know, that whole – Right side of the bracket, the South and the Midwest, I, I've got lots of question marks over there, but we talked about this on our other episodes, Dad, but uh, this year, I mean, you said, I think you said that, that any of the top eight teams win, you wouldn't be surprised right. if you were somebody else, but okay. Um, yeah, I think this is as open a tournament as it's been in quite some time.
0: Yes. Yeah, I, I think it has been. And I think that's probably the general consensus with everyone. I talked to a friend of mine who always brings relatives in back in Tennessee and watches the tournament and every year. And he said, oh, yeah, you know, it could be almost any number of a dozen um, from there. And I, I think the general consensus among fans, I think the ratings will be very good. and They probably always are for March Madness. But I, I just think, you know, it could go any way. And, um, you know, maybe this would be the strange year when the final four would all be teams that you didn't think would be there when it started. That'd be interesting. I don't know if there's ever been one like that where all four teams were surprises.
1: No, I don't think so. And I think the top 12 teams are ones that I look at. You look at the one, two and three seeds in every bracket. I wouldn't be surprised if any of them made it uh, into the championship game. Uh, I just think there's a lot of. I think it's a top-heavy bracket, uh, but I think it's it's still pretty open there at the top still with what happens uh, from there. Um, what do you do? Do you do anything special to watch the games once they come on?
0: Um, no, not at – I mean, I don't have a lot of plans yet at this point. I do plan on watching a lot of them, and uh, we'll see how it goes, especially, you know, when it gets to the weekends there. And, um, you know, it, it it should be good. Um, you know, one thing you mentioned, I forget which team you mentioned, but it was one of them that, you know, they have a lot of veterans or a lot of seniors. Um, there are some teams like that. Illinois is like that. I'm an Illinois fan, so it had been easy for me to pick them all the way through. But they, they have a lot of seniors and um, guys that have been there a while. Um, and you get a team like that, you know, that's well coached. I think there's a lot of good coaches involved in this. And um, so I I think it'll be, I think it'll be a great tournament from there.
1: Yeah. The transfer portal has changed that where you have a lot more veteran teams uh, in the tournament as, as opposed to the past, even teams like Kentucky are veteran laden. UCLA was the team I was mentioning before, but um, yeah, you get, get a lot of that. You're right. Illinois with a very veteran team as well. Um, Just, there's a lot of that around and it'll be interesting to see kind of what wins out this year, how it goes, how it shakes out. Surely, we're in for a big surprise. And, you know, Thursday or Friday, uh, you would think something will happen that'll just kind of blow everybody's minds. That usually does happen. I was looking at a game, Dad, and I didn't pick this one. So I don't get credit even if I'm right uh, Colgate, Wisconsin. That's one I looked at. And I thought, that's strangely enough, uh, that could be a game Colgate pulls out. And uh and sends Wisconsin packing early this year as well. So uh it'll be interesting to see how it all how it all shakes out for sure. And it's exciting time in the sports world uh for uh NCAA fans, basketball fans.
0: With with you covering eastern Kentucky and covering the conference there, um what kind of team does Jacksonville State have? Do they have any chance to pull the upset over Auburn?
1: All right, so I don't know if you saw this. I, most of our listeners would know this. So maybe you did see it. So Bellerman won the tournament. Yes. Um, but because of their transitioning in, they're not allowed to go. And the team they beat in Jacksonville beat Jacksonville State in the tournament. <laughs> so it's not even the second-place team that gets in. Jacksonville State was the regular season winner, hence they got in. Uh, they, they're they not great. I mean, um, you know, they were good in the A-Sun, but they're not they're not going to beat Auburn and they don't have a team built for the tournament. You know, they're in my opinion, when you're, if you're an a sun team and you're going to have success at the tournament, you have to hit a ton of threes. I mean, a ton of threes. Yeah. Um, and you got to be able to play some impressive defense, of course, as well. So I don't see Jacksonville state having any, any chance uh, against Auburn in that two uh two fifteen matchup. Uh, and actually dad, I don't know that any of these 15 seeds, have a shot this year they sometimes you get one that pushes somebody delaware maybe um but i'm not seeing i don't and the same thing with the 116s we've only seen 116 team ever win and that was against virginia a few years back but i yeah i don't see any team that jumps off the map here as small conference gonna make a run you know murray sure maybe um even san francisco there as well vermont possibly uh but it's just not to me. It doesn't look like it's set up for the the big dogs this year, um, and there's several big dogs in the tournament uh, for sure. So, but it'll be fun. It'll be fun yep. no, matter, no matter what happens, and no matter what. And you know, since I have um, invested into Eastern, I really have stepped back from Kentucky. I have not watched them near as much. Um, I, their wins or losses did not affect me at all. Uh, this year, when they lost it, I wasn't upset. When they won, I wasn't ecstatic. You know, I really have made a major change in life <laughs> with that. But, uh, but I, I still cheer for them. Obviously, would still be happy for them to win. And uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. Shakes out from there. Uh, so, folks, you've got a chance to listen to Dad today. He joins me uh, pretty much every Friday episode and some Monday episodes as well. So make sure you tune in and catch any other. Past episodes that you've missed of the Sports Stove podcast. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Sports Stove, Instagram at Sports Stove as well. And uh, then uh, you can follow us if you want to watch us on TV. It is every Wednesday the local hour. Every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 2 p.m. on Belly Up Sports TV Network. You can get the Belly Up Sports app on a Roku, or you can download the Tiki Live app on any other streaming television, and you can find the Belly Up Sports channel there. And you can watch the show there as well. Uh, Special thanks to Dad for coming on and joining me a little bit today. Also, thanks to Coach Hamilton, uh, again, for coming and taking some time uh, here with, with me and talking basketball and what's ahead even for them next year as well. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the Sports Stove Local Hour. Thanks to IPM Pest and Termite and All Around Roofing for their support of the show. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove. McKinney looks, sets it the pocket,
2: throws open receiver, touchdown, colonels, we're not done yet. Our identity is we're gonna press for 40 minutes, we're gonna play up tempo, we're gonna play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports.